Good morning. I'd like to welcome you to the worship service. Welcome those that are viewing with us online. As today we get a chance to celebrate the transfiguration of our Lord. It's that opportunity that we get a chance to, to actually see and experience how God claimed his son on the mountain. And was Peter, James, and John witnessed it. And it truly is one of those moments as we prepare for our Lenten season. I'm jumping ahead. At Desert Hills, we celebrate. We make. Who? You did so well. <laughs> uh, next weekend, we get a chance to take in the Welka is going to be collecting for their thank offerings. Um, make sure that that's part of your planning for next week. The proceeds for that are going to go to the Chils Chilstrom Fund for ELCA Sumerian women, Seminarian Women and Grants for Women and Children in Crisis. Uh, if you are female, you belong to Welka. Simply said. So make sure that you're part of that as truly we get to experience God's grace in that wonderful way. This Wednesday is? Very good. Um, you have passed. For those of you who did not say anything, you did not. So this announcement is for you. We get to have our Ash Wednesday worship services as we begin the season of Lent. They will be at 12, at 5, and at 7. And part of the Ash Wednesday Lenten journey is we will have the imposition of ashes. And so please spread the word because I know for many people that is the day where their Lenten journey begins. Not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday is when we start the Lenten soup suppers uh, with the choral, or excuse me, with the uh, organ, uh, wonderful hymn sing before the service. And the actual service will start at 7 o'clock. Um, that begins, the soup suppers begin a week from this Wednesday. If you're interested in being a Stevens minister, uh, truly an important ministry of this congregation, uh, please, if you have any questions, we're starting, trying to start a new class now in March. If you have any questions, you can come visit with me. Or if you look around, you'll see people that have Stephen minister name tags and always there's applications and questions if you want to call the church office, uh, they're available for you. But if you have any questions, you can give me a, you can call and talk to me. Um, next on, March 18th, I'm coming back to the Welka people. We are sponsoring and hosting the Welka Kino Conference here that Saturday. If you're planning on attending, please come and pick up a form online as well as to register because the deadline to register is going to be March 4th, which comes up very quickly. You will notice something new in the sanctuary. Um, we actually have brand new communion tables. And I want to just thank our woodworkers that created all six of them. I want to thank Roger Egan, Earl Woolman, Keith Landon, and Ralph Neal. It truly is one of those gifts as we continue to take and evolve and understand the ministry here in this place. And so we thank them for that. At some point, we will dedicate, we'll have all the guys come, and we'll dedicate them to God's use. If you've missed any of these wonderful, messed up announcements, um, 
We also have in the back that half sheet of paper that talks about all the things that happened this week or will be happening this coming week, um, as well as for anything, you can check the website or call the church office. Then let's begin our worship service this morning as we pray. Almighty God, we thank you that you have called and you have gathered us here on this day of transfiguration. We thank you, Lord, that you have claimed us, you have called us as your children. Be with us now as we continue to receive and to give you our praise, our thanksgiving, receiving your forgiveness and grace. Lord, we pray all of these things because of and through your blessed Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our worship continues as we stand and sing. Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Most merciful God, we confess that we are in bondage to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us. 
and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. To those who believe in Jesus Christ, he gives the power to become the children of God and bestows on them the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. transfiguration of your son. You confirm the mysteries of the faith by the witness of Moses and Elijah. And in the voice from the bright cloud declaring Jesus, your beloved son, you foreshadowed our adoption as your children. 
Make us heirs with Christ of your glory and bring us to enjoy its fullness through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Today's first scripture reading is from 2 Peter, chapter 1, verses 16 through 21. For we did not follow cleverly devised stories when we told you about the coming of Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. He received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory saying, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. We ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. We also have the prophetic message of something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it, as to a light shining in the dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation of things. For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophets through human spoke from God as they carried along by the Holy Spirit. The word of the Lord.
Today's second scripture reading is from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. And then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah, talking with Jesus. And Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, a bright cloud covered over them. And a voice from the cloud said, This is my son with whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down on the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them and said, Get up. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, Don't tell anyone what you've seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. O oh Lord, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of each heart here this morning and online be pleasing and acceptable. In your sight we do pray. Amen. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus, who is the Christ, the Son of God. Amen. Today we get a chance to celebrate transfiguration. It's, it's every year at this time we get a chance to be reminded of who it is that we worship as we understand the Son of God to be that one, that Savior that has come to sacrifice himself for our sake. But today we get a chance to take and move into that actual imagery, that idea of coming to the mountain. Here is Jesus going away with Peter, James, and John. And you know, Jesus has done that often. He's literally left the crowds and gone to the mountain, so there really was not any apprehension of something special that was going to be happening. So Peter, James, and John, they started up the mountain. And lo and behold, right there, Jesus starts to change. His face starts to become dazzling white and starts to glow. And it's not from sweat in Arizona. It really is. It comes that inner countenance. It's starting to take and become God-like. His clothes become so dazzling white, like the choir robes. <laughs> See, I went that way as opposed to this. And, and, you know, we're talking desert land. Can you imagine walking up a mountain here in the desert and suddenly your clothes becoming dazzling white? And then what happens? Moses and Elijah show up. And, and one of the things that I've always wondered, um, did they wear name tags? How did people know that this was Moses and this was Elijah? That's just, that's just me. And, and here's what I think is hilarious. There's a lot of weird things in here. Is Peter. Peter and the disciples are not freaked out by the fact that Jesus has changed. 
here's, here's Elijah and Moses, whatever kind of ghostly figures, if you want to say that, are in front of them. And Peter goes, tell you what, let's build some tents so that we can stay up here. And then the cloud happens. And the cloud happens, that dazzling cloud of light. And what I always think about is I think at this moment, I think about how fun Steven Spielberg would have loved this whole scene. And out of that cloud comes the voice of God and it says, this is my beloved son. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. And the disciples freak out and go to the ground in fear. All of this is happening. Yet it is that voice of God that causes them to drop to their knees. And part of that I know comes from the tradition of that those who hear the voice of God in such a commanding way there will, might, may or may not sacrifice their life. But we needed to hear this lesson. In the lectionary, we need to be reminded because we are starting the journey towards Lent. We need to have those signs that point us along the way that give us that assurance to know who we believe in. When I was growing up, about seven, five, and three, my brother, I was seven, my brother was five, my sister was three, my parents decided that it was time to experiment with pop-up tent camping. So, and this is always the danger when I use illustrations, you guys know where these places are that I talk about. We went to the Black Hills in South Dakota, and we actually parked the camper at Trout Haven. Um, where I didn't understand that whole concept about being able to take in, here was this little pond, you threw in your fish, and suddenly you got a bite. Uh, that was not the kind of fishing I was used to, and I was just reeling him in. I did not know till much later that you paid per pound. Dad basically said, we're done fishing now. <laughs> but we had our supper, and, and, I, and I just picture this in my mind, is that right across the way is this big billboard that says, come visit Wonderland Cave two miles. And I can just imagine the discussion that mom and dad had. Well, you know, these kids are going to drive us crazy running around. Let's go to a cave. So remember, we've had supper. And so we get up and because so, it's just two miles away. We go ahead, we get into the car and we get to that point where it says two miles and you go, you know what we found? Another sign that said, Wonderland Cave ahead, mile and a half. And at moments I went, huh, well, at least we know we're on the right track. You know what we found when we get, went to mile and a half? Another sign, Wonderland Cave, two miles. At this point, it was getting a little darkish. We pulled into the parking lot of the cave. No other cars. We walked in. And I do not know what was actually that my dad said. But did you know we got a private tour of the cave? But on each of those ideas, it was like we needed to have that assurance of the sign. Even, that, even though... 
we were disappointed that it wasn't right there. We needed to have that little bit of assurance to know we were on the right track. As we prepare for this season of Lent, that's what this transfiguration is all about. This is why we have this lesson for this weekend. It is that reminder to know that we are dealing and that we worship with God's Son. This is the one that God has sent into the world. For your sake, for my sake. We need to hear that assurance. We need to hear that sign to know that we're on the right track. Because we know what this season of Lent is about. We know that we are going to experience the horror and the crucifixion and all of the things that Jesus takes upon himself so that we can continue to be faithful, forgiven, grace-filled people. One of the things that of this mountaintop is that after the disciples are on the ground, after God tells them who Jesus is. This is my beloved son. Listen to him. What are the first words that come out of Jesus' mouth? He goes to his disciples, touches them and says, Get up. Don't be afraid. We know in our world there are so many things that we can be afraid of. We know in our world and the anxieties that continue to take and be in and amongst and around our hearts and our lives. We know the challenges of this world. We see it on the news. We hear the disasters. We hear even in our own life, family issues, health issues. And suddenly it just becomes so overwhelming that we have that sense of fear that goes and anxiety that drives us crazy. And so we need to hear that word that we do not exist and we do not take this journey alone. But God, through his blessed son, Jesus Christ, is with us on the journey and declares to us and says, don't be afraid because I am with you. I am with you. I will give you the comfort. I will give you the strength that you need. I will give you the forgiveness. And I will continue to take care of you as my children. Even when the going gets difficult. We have this scripture before us. We have this event of the transfiguration. We have this time where we can take and understand clearly. That we worship a God who loves us so much. That he sent his son to die for you, for me. So that we might continue to live lives that are hope-filled and not hopeless. May you, during this season of Lent, may you feel and understand the strength that God has given to you. For you are one of his precious children. Amen. Almighty God, fill us with all that we need. Prepare us for this season of Lent, knowing full well that you lead the way. Amen.
Together, let us affirm our faith with the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We will now have the collection of offerings.
in preparation of our prayers, we hear words from Psalm 99. The Lord reigns, let the nations tremble. He sits enthroned between the cherubim. Let the earth shake. Great is the Lord in Zion. He is exalted over all the nations. Let them praise your great and awesome name. He is holy. The king is mighty. He loves justice and has established equity. Exalt the Lord our God and worship at his holy mountain. For the Lord our God is holy. Let us pray. Almighty God, we come this day to give you our thanks, prayers, and gifts of time, talent, and treasure for your mission in the world to bring good news, help, and hope for all people. Lord, in your mercy. New to our prayer list are Ray Bozeman, Mike Hoy, Eileen Dom, Brad Nelson, and Peter Smith. Leaving the prayer list with thanksgiving for healing is Rosie Epler. We take time now to silently pray for those who remain on our prayer list, as well as for others in our hearts and for situations in our lives. Holy God, mighty and immortal, you are beyond our knowing, yet we see your glory in the face of Jesus Christ, whose compassion illuminates the world. Transform us into the likeness of the love of Christ, who renewed our humanity so that we may share in his divinity. Lord, in your mercy, Hear our prayer. Embolden your church as it witnesses to the majesty and mercy of your Son. Equip us as we share our stories of your faithfulness and forgiveness, and may our lives proclaim your greatness. Lord, in your mercy. God of hope, we continue to pray for those who are in need. We pray especially for those communities that have been devastated by the tragic events of this past week. Surround them with your amazing grace and bring them your strength. Comfort all those in our local community who are suffering. Impart in them your spirit of comfort and peace. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We bring to you our needs and hopes, O God, trusting your wisdom and power revealed in Christ crucified. Amen. I invite you to please stand.
I invite you to hear these words, whether here in sanctuary or online. In the night in which Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. He gave thanks. He broke it. And he gave it to his disciples saying, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. Again, after supper, he took the cup. He gave thanks and he gave it to all to drink saying, this cup is a new covenant in my blood shed for you and for all people for the forgiveness of sin. Do this for remembrance of me. I invite you now to join with me in the prayer our Lord taught us. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the, the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. You may be seated. For those of you that are worshiping with us online, hear these words. This is my body given for you. I invite you to share the bread with those that you are communing with this day. And once again, I invite you to hear this word. This is my blood shed for you. Again, share the cup with those that you are communing with today. And whether you are alone or in a community, know that you are part of this community. You are part of the mystical body of Christ gathered together around this one meal. This meal of God's invitation and God's presence. For those of you gathered here in the sanctuary, know this is truly the very body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Who we find glorified on the mountain and who we find living within each of us. Come and receive this gift. The lighter colored liquid is grape juice, the darker is wine. We also have gluten-free bread available. Come and receive God's gifts.
with the joy and pleasure to have you in worship with us today, whether here in sanctuary or online. We hope the service was a blessing to you. And God may give you signs of his wonder and grace on this journey of life. Now hear the blessing of God as God sends us out into the world. May you experience peace in God's presence. May the holy cloud comfort you and the divine voice encourage you. May the power of the Holy Spirit transform you, transform us, and transform our world. We ask this in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I invite you to please stand for our sending hymn. with the peace and power of God. Thanks be to God. Amen.